Welcome to Shift the Atmosphere. I'm your host, Philip Renner. I believe that as you listen to this podcast, you will be equipped, God will speak to you, and the atmosphere will be shifted in your home. It'll be shifted at your work. It'll be shifted wherever you go. The resurrection power of Christ leads you and guides you. These past weeks have been so powerful. We have gotten deep into the life of Gideon. Gideon was probably the most unqualified person to be used for God. Yet because he had a desire to see God, he had a desire to do exploits for God. Daniel 11.32 says that those that believe in the Lord will do mighty exploits. And this is the life of Gideon. He was the most unqualified, yet he had desire. Yet he wanted to bring a sacrifice. He actually said to the angel of the Lord, you're not going anywhere until I bring you a sacrifice. That is the same kind of spirit that David had because when he could have just taken the field that he needed for the altar, for the sacrifice, the guy was ready to give it to him for free. He said, I will not do anything that does not cost me. This is the kind of person that Gideon was. This is the generation that is rising among us right now. It's a generation that has zeal for God's house. It's a generation that has zeal for the things of God, for the things that break God's heart. You see, God's heart was breaking because the Midianites had taken over Israel because idols were everywhere. And when no one would rise, God chose Gideon. He accepted his sacrifice and the fire came down. And when the fire came down, Gideon was changed forever. The fire, the results of the fire will always transform you, those transform me, and they will transform this generation. Oh, how I pray that the fire of God would come down and would completely shift this generation, shake the nations, and that we would become a weapon in God. Jeremiah 51 20 says, you are my battle axe and sword, says the Lord. With you, I will shatter nations and destroy many kingdoms. That is what God is doing with you today. He is turning you into a mighty weapon in his hands so that you can destroy the plan of the enemy. This is what God did to Jeremiah when he experienced the encounter, when he experienced the fire of God. The fire of God does not come without an assignment. And Gideon's assignment, his first assignment, was to go and take down the idol of Baal. You see, you can't have the fire in your life if you have idols in your life. If you have places of worship that do not belong to Jesus, Many people, they have a heart that says, oh yeah, God, you can use me, but don't touch these places in my life. Israel was doing the same thing. You cannot have idols in your life 
Therefore, he took down the idol of Baal. And that day, his name was changed because he was no longer just Gideon. He was renamed Jerub Baal, which means the one who showed Baal who was boss. If Baal is really a god, then let Baal take care of himself. You see, the result of the fire is a changed destiny. And that is why, my friends, we have to be in the presence of God constantly, constantly in the fire, constantly being refined by his glory, by his strength, because in that place, that is the place where we become a tool, a weapon in his hands. This is so powerful. And if you can catch this thought, if you can catch this principle, then you will be unstoppable and you will shatter nations just like Jeremiah is talking about, that you become that battle axe in his hands. Again, Gideon was probably the most unqualified person to do any of this, but God doesn't care if you're qualified. He cares about your heart. He cares about you wanting a true encounter with him. And if that is who you are and that's what you want, then you are the perfect candidate for God to use in this world. You see, that is what Gideon caught. He caught God's heart. And when you catch God's heart, you can do anything. He was successful in taking down the idol. But when you're successful in one thing, God gives you the next thing. If you're faithful with little, God will give you much. When Gideon's destiny was changed because he was faithful with the assignment, God gave him the next assignment, which was gather the army. You see, because the people saw that God was with him, the people wanted to be with Gideon. They said, there's something on you. There's something different about you. You used to be unqualified. You used to be a little weird. But now, since you've been in the fire, now you look a little bit different. You talk a little different. You walk a little different. And my friends, I'm going to tell you that the same principle applies to you. When you get in the fire, when you get in the presence of God, when you are constantly being refined by his glory, you're going to look different. You're going to talk different. You're going to walk different. And people are going to be attracted to the love of God that is on the inside of you. And that is exactly what happened. If when he first went after the idol of Baal, it says that just a few went with him. But now, because God had blessed him, because God had given him the victory, because everybody wanted to kill him in this city, because what he did, but God protected him, God changed his destiny. Go back, listen to all the podcasts, because this is so, so powerful. When all that happened, his next assignment came, but God was not done with Gideon. And this is where our story begins. Judges chapter 7, verse 1. So Jerubal, that's his new name, that is Gideon, the one who showed Baal who was boss. And his army got up early and went as far as the spring of Harad. 
The armies of Midian were camped north of them in the valley near the hill of Moreh. The Lord said to Gideon, You have too many warriors with you. If I let all of you fight the Midianites, the Israelites will boast to me that they saved themselves by their own strength. Verse 3. Therefore, tell the people, whoever is timid or afraid may leave this mountain and go home. So 22,000 of them went home, leaving only 10,000 who were willing to fight. Now the odds are already really bad. It's hundreds of thousands against, you know, at least 32,000. And God says that your army is too big because they're going to say that they did this and I had nothing to do with it. But I want them to know that it was only me that delivered them out of the hand of the enemy. Now, this does not make much sense. You would think the more people you have, the more chance you have to beat the army that is already much bigger than the army that you have. But yet God says that it's too much. And when I think about this, God is not a God that follows logic. And please don't judge me for saying that, but God is a God who follows the supernatural. You see, we are people that have our logical ideas of this is the way this is going to turn out. But the Bible is not logical. The Bible is supernatural. And the people that God used did not do it in a logical way. It's not logical for the Red Sea to part and three million people to cross. It's not logical for walls of Jericho to fall down after people shout. It's not logical for a virgin to give birth to a child. All of this is not logical. That's because the Bible is not just logical. It is supernatural. And the life that me and you are to live is not just a logical life. It is a supernatural life. And God was about to do something supernatural. So 22,000 of them go home leaving only 10,000 who were willing to fight. But the Lord told Gideon, there are still too many. Bring them down to the spring and I will test them to determine who will go with you and who will not. When Gideon took his warriors down to the water, the Lord told him, divide the men into two groups. In one group, put all those who cup water in their hands and lap it with their tongues like dogs. In the other group, put all the other who kneel down and drink with their mouths in the stream. Now, this is so powerful. Verse six, only 300 of the men drank from their hands. All the others got down on their knees and drank with their mouths in the stream. So basically, only 300 drank the correct way. And there is a powerful principle in everything that we're reading right now. God is watching the way you drink from the river. God is watching how you read the word. God is watching 
how you spend time in his presence? Are you doing it just because, oh, I need to do this and this is my responsibility. I'm obligated to do so. Or are you really drinking of the river? It matters the way you drink of the river. It matters if you're all in or you're just doing this because your parents do this or because you go to church and I have to follow God at least one time a week. It matters the way you drink. God is designating his 300 to do great and mighty things. And I believe that you are the ones who want the encounter. You are the ones that know how to drink from the Spirit of God. You are the ones that know how to wait in the presence of God. You are the ones that know how to watch your brother, your sister, that know how to follow the Holy Spirit, listen to his voice. John 10, 5 says, we know the voice of our shepherd and a stranger we will not follow. You see, these are the 300, the 300 that are not afraid and the 300 that are vigilant to following the voice of Holy Spirit. Now, if you are drinking the correct way from the river, what is happening? You've got the water in your hands and you're drinking from your hands. So what does that mean? That you are able to turn your head to the right, to the left. You are able to watch other people around you. But if you go to the water and you just stick your head in, you won't be able to see what's going around because your head is in the water and you're drinking like a dog. The 300 were vigilant. Now this is so important because God is calling a people that are vigilant to hearing his voice. I'm going to say it again. God is calling a people that really know how to drink from the water, really know how to follow the voice of the Holy Spirit. They really know and they really believe in Daniel 11:32 that those that know their God will do mighty exploits. And I believe that you're listening to this podcast and you are that kind of person. You're a person that will not just go with the flow because everybody else is doing it, but you are going to be vigilant to the voice of Holy Spirit. And when he says, go, you will go. When he says, stop, you will stop. This is so important. The people that will truly change their destiny and truly bring transformation are the people that spend time in the presence of the Holy Spirit. They know how to drink from the river correctly. They know how to spend time in the presence of God, not because they're obligated, but because they want to. They just want to spend time in the presence. Now those 300 were the ones that brought the victory. And I love this story because the Bible says in the night, what Gideon did was he took vessels and the vessels were full of fire. And he told the people, he told the 300 that had been chosen by God, he said, break the vessel. And the fire came out and then there was a sound 
And they said, For the voice of the Lord and for Gideon. And God caused confusion in the enemy's camp, and the enemy started killing each other off. Now, this is a very spiritual and powerful principle because you and me, we are that vessel. We are the vessel. And what God wants to do is he wants you to encounter his presence because as you are in his presence, just like the vessels broke, your vessel will break. The things in your character that need to be broken will be broken. The things that need to be corrected will be corrected. And when that happens, the fire of God will come out of you and you will bring others to Jesus. Something that we focus on our ministry a lot is we go outside and we mobilize people to get saved. We mobilize people to preach the gospel. I just stand out there with my guitar and I start releasing the praise of God. The sound of praise shifts the atmosphere and people say, what was that? Wow, what is that? And God begins to touch people's hearts. People are healed. People are delivered from demons. Demons are cast out. People are saved. Why? Because it's that moment where God takes me and he says, I'm going to break you and I'm going to break everything that needs to be broken, everything that needs to be shifted, everything that needs to be shaken. You see, my flesh really doesn't want to do this kind of stuff. My flesh wants to sit home. My flesh doesn't want to ask for forgiveness. My flesh wants to live in bitterness. Bitterness can stop you from your destiny being shifted and changed. You see what I'm talking about? I'm talking about being broken. And when you have been broken, the fire of God can come out. And when the fire of God comes out, there is a shout of victory that annihilates the enemy. Psalm 8-2 says this, childlike praise shuts the mouth of the enemy. If you're listening to this right now, I want you to lift up your hands and I want you to begin to shout. I want you to begin to praise because it is praise, childlike praise, not because I'm telling you to do it, but because you truly love God. It is affectionate, childlike praise that will shut the mouth of the enemy. And right now I speak over you and I tell you, that the mouth of the enemy is shut because God is speaking to you right now. He's saying that you are a holy vessel. He's saying that you are a weapon in my hands, but let me work on you a little bit. Let me speak to you and things that need to fall off will fall off and things that need to grow will grow and the bitterness and the depression and the comparison and all of that junk that the enemy tries to throw at you it will fall off because you have encountered God in the presence. And then the fire comes out and you begin to change other people's lives. I'm telling you, this is your destiny. And then because all of that has happened, there is such a joy in your heart. There is such a joy of the presence of God in your life 
the childlike praise that shuts the mouth of the enemy and people will come into the kingdom and you will see breakthrough every single place that you go because this is who our God is. I want you to take a moment and I want you to look at your life and I want you to say, Lord, is this me? Am I the one that needs to be broken? Do things in my character need to be broken? Do things in my family need to change? Have I given you every single part of my heart? Or have I said these are rooms that you can't touch? Right now, in the presence of God, I can feel the presence of God right now. Just give yourself away. Give yourself away over to Him, and when you do that, the fire of God comes. May the fire of God touch you right now. Touch your family. May the fire of God resurrect all the dreams, the dreams that you said, oh, that'll never happen. May the fire of God bring healing to your body, bring healing to your soul, bring healing to your mind. You see, the fire of God is everything. And when you have that posture of worship, you cause confusion in the enemy's camp. Because that's what happened with Gideon. When they raised a sound of praise with the shofar, when the vessels were broken, when the fire came out, confusion happened in the enemy's camp and they started to run. Isaiah 33 verse 3 says that when God speaks, the enemy runs. When God stands, the nations tremble and they flee. Principalities and powers of the darkness flee when God stands up. And let me tell you that God is speaking on your behalf right now. He is fighting on your behalf right now. He is an advocate. He is fighting for you. He is speaking against the devil. And he is saying that you cannot touch my kids. You cannot touch my daughter. You cannot touch my son. They are mine. And God is speaking to you. Just take a moment and just spend time in his presence right now. Just take a moment and say, Lord, here I am. Change everything that needs to be changed. I am that vessel. Break everything that must be broken. Let the fire come out and let the sound of praise erupt from my mouth. It has to erupt from your mouth. You can't praise with your mouth shut. You have to open your mouth and give God glory. And I know that's not always easy, but true praise is when you do it when it's not easy. That is what is powerful. And that is what, what the enemy hates. That is what causes confusion in the enemy's camp. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for everyone who is listening right now. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that they are a battle axe. They're a sword. You will use them as a mighty weapon that cause chaos and havoc in the enemy's camp. They will shatter nations. 
and destroy kingdoms. They will be a mighty weapon in your hand, Lord Jesus. They will be like an arrow in your quiver that you shoot and shift the atmosphere wherever they go, in their family, at their job, at their school, wherever they go. You go with them, you go before them. In the name of Jesus, the breaker anointing goes before them. You have already paved the way for them. The Lord himself guides you and directs you. In the name of Jesus, I bless them. Amen. Wow. If this has blessed you, then I want to encourage you to share this podcast with somebody else. Share this word with somebody else because someone else needs to feel the fire of God. Someone else needs to know that maybe they don't feel like they're qualified, but they are a mighty warrior in God's eyes. They must see themselves the way God sees them. But if you're listening to this and you want to become a partner with our ministry, this has touched your heart. We go and we shock the darkness. We go where generally people will not go. I'm going to San Francisco very soon. And for 14 days in the street, we are going to be preaching the gospel, going to the people that will never step foot in a church, prophesying and speaking to the land through worship. And with that worship, shifting the atmosphere. If you want to be a part of that, and you want to give a one-time gift or you want to become a monthly partner, you can just go to philiprenner.com. Also, we have books available and you can get them wherever books are sold on every single platform or you can order them from philiprenner.com. And I know that they will be a blessing to you if you're a pastor, if you're a minister, if you've got a team, they will encourage you and equip you to do what God has called you to do. Remember, you're a mighty weapon in God's hands and you will shift the atmosphere.